Hi, welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Enjoy the message. Well, good morning. So Chris's favorite meal is brunch. Does it count as, br- if you like sleep through breakfast and then get up and eat, does that automatically count as brunch? Yes. Okay, because I think I've done that before. Like, I'm like, oh, I just kind of, so. Sorry, I got to rearrange. I'm like, where's all my stuff? And I left it on the table, so I'm rearranging. Well, good morning. My name is Matt. I am the associate pastor here at Lighthouse. Hey, love me. I'm just going to pause. Let me, uh, I think every time I, like, I just will pause until people clap. No. Totally going to, like, not, this message, you're going to be like, what's he say that? That contradicts everything I'm going to say in my message today, which is funny. So, um, Anyone have um, a pennant or know what a pennant is? P-E-N-N-A-N-T, pennant, pennant. Some of you do. I've got some pennants here. And so let me show you some of my pennants. This is my Chicago Bulls pennant. There's a pennant. Does anybody else's pennant look? I think, like, I don't know if pennant is what it is or if pennant's the shape. I always see the pennants as being these triangles. There's my Bulls pennant. My Chicago White Sox pennant. Yeah. Good thing. Wait, wait, Bulls pennant. Okay. Must not be any Pacers fans. White Sox pennant. All right. Sorry. I mean, I'm scared to put this one up there now. This is my Purdue pennant. Yeah, so pretty pennant. I know you were going to boo Celeste, so that's all right. So anyway, but these pennants, so what a pennant is, I'll get to that one later, right? It's something that is a representation of, of what we like, right? So my White Sox, I, like, I enjoy the White Sox. I like watching the White Sox, um, the Bulls. I don't really watch the Bulls as much anymore. Back in the Jordan days, like they were the, oh man, yeah, Sports Channel. I watch the Bulls all the time. Um, and then the Purdue one, I'll watch whatever, if Purdue's soccer team is playing or their field hockey team, I'll watch it because I love Purdue. And so, um, but, but the, the pennants themselves are a representation of what we like. There's different things too that you can, you can have. Um, I have my water bottle up here that also is a Purdue water bottle. Um, it's a representation of what I like. Um, I have shirts that will say White Sox or Purdue on them. That's a representation of, of who I like. I'm trying to think what else. I have a license plate that's a Purdue license plate. Um, my basement, I have, I guess I would call it my man cave. Um, but down in my basement, the walls are all, my wife gave me permission, like the basement's yours. Nobody goes down there. You can design the basement. Like, okay, good. So, but on my walls, I'll have different pictures of sports things, or um, I have the Chicago White Sox, a lot of bobblehead dolls. Um, I like those bobbleheads. But, but these, these pennants or these things, they represent who we like. And there's a different word that we can use for that, because um, pennant is weird, but it, it could be a banner. A banner, you know, these things all could be banners. Um, I've, I also picture a banner of being, you know, the big 
rectangular thing, not the triangular piece, but, but it's a banner of, and, and it's the things that we like. And so I looked up the word banner, and this is actually from the Hebrew, but the banner is um, a standard, an ensign, a signal or a sign, right? A sign, it's a banner. The word that stuck out to me there was this ensign. I'm like, well, what does that mean? So I looked that up and it has a couple. So pennant was one, right? Uh, it's an actual pennant, something you hang up or a banner, which we'll talk about quite a bit today or a flag, a flag or a badge. Those are all banners, things that, that we can essentially hang up and represent who we root for, who, what, we, what we represent, right? Um, and so... Banners, I think, can be important. They can be important in our life. Like I said, it represents kind of who we are. Um, but they, they're important even outside of things. So I was thinking of this. Back in, I would say, like the Civil War days or the Revolutionary War, they had, during a battle, they would have people, they would have a flag bearer. It was their job. They would be on the front lines, you know, the, you know in the Civil War, they'd line up and they shoot across. They'd have somebody out there with a banner, with a flag that would represent. So if we go back to Revolutionary War, it'd be the, the um, it was before it was the United States, but they'd have their, the Union Army or whatever, like we're gonna have our, our flag up there. The British Army, they'd have their flag. Well, what was funny is they'd be doing these, and they'd be in this battle, and if the flag bearer got shot, the flag would fall down, and somebody on the front lines, a, a um, whatever I was gonna say, a warrior, but they, they would literally drop their rifle and pick up the banner to hold it up because it was that important to them. I don't know about you, but if I'm in a battle with somebody over there that has a rifle, I'm probably not gonna like drop my rifle to pick up the flag, but they did, it's important. Um, I also thought of the Olympics. I found this out earlier that um, in exactly two months from today, July 23rd is the opening um, ceremonies for the 2020 Olympics. I don't know if they're still calling the 2020 Olympics, whatever, but, but the Olympics, they were supposed to, so in the, in the Olympics, one of my favorite things to do is watch the opening ceremony and the part that I like the most. So the opening ceremony, they have all these things and they'll have these little, like, I don't mean to bet negatively, like these artsy things that they do, but then they'll have the, um, all the athletes will come out by their country. And then the first person in line for every country, they have the flag and it's a big honor. They're, they're chosen based off their past accomplishments to, to carry that flag out. It's a big deal because it represents like who they are. Like I'm for the United States, you know? And, and I'm thinking back to the Olympics that I've watched, not only the people in line that are following the banner, but even the person, they're always just beaming, a big smile on their face, and they're having fun, and they're taking pictures. It's this big to-do because it's important because they're, they are marching with their country. It's their, their representation. So that banner is a big deal. And so banners can be a big deal for earthly things, right? Even us in the United States that we would, if I would hold up an American flag, yeah, like that's still an earthly thing. And it's important, but banners are also important spiritually. Banners are also important with God. When we say, when we hold a banner up, when I hold up the Purdue banner, it's who I represent with. So if I hold up a God banner, that's who I, who I represent. I want to represent God. So, it's, so spiritual banners are important for us as well. 
They are so important that God even gave himself the name Banner. And right now we are in a series that is divine identity, knowing God by his names. And we are studying several names, not all of them, but, but different names that, that we give God and God gave himself. And Banner is one of those. That's what we're going to talk about today, the God being our banner. But this series, yeah, last week we talked about Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd. And with that, that message talked about how these shepherds, they can lead and even protect us, how God is our shepherd that can lead us. And if you missed that message, you can go back and go to the website, lv.church, um, and watch that. But yeah, these names, these names of God, we're studying those. So today we're going to talk about the Lord being our banner. And we're going to look at a scripture that actually defines that, where, where Moses says, the Lord is my banner. It's going to be in Exodus 17. It'll be up on the screen, but if you want to turn into your Bible, um, you can, Exodus chapter 17. But let me just introduce where we're at. So... There's a battle between the Israelites and the Amalekites. And on the Israelite side, that's the team that God has, has blessed the Israelites. That's God's team is the Israelites here. And they are led um, in the battle by Joshua. Um, it's kind of Moses's, there's Moses and then Joshua's like his apprentice, like the next in charge for, for that. So he's the, like the, the commander of the army. Then there's also three other people that are going to be in this. So Moses is also there. We have Moses and Aaron and Hur, and they are like the spiritual leaders of the Israelites. And so the Israelites have come out and they're, they're, in the, they're getting ready to um, battle the Amalekites. I think that's all I need to set up. So we can turn to Exodus 17. Come on, you can open. Don't lose my page. All right. So Exodus 17, starting in verse 8. says, The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. I messed it up again. I told them last, last service. I've been practicing that word all week. Like I listened to it. I'm like, I'm not going to say that word right. And then I speed through it. I can't remember. So it's a place. So Rephidim. Rephidim. I'm going to try to say it right again. So the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held his hands or held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and sat on it, or and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side, one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar and called it 
The Lord is my banner. And so the banner, God being our banner. From that script, scripture, I think there's a couple things that we can take. What, what does that mean? How can we use that scripture to, to, to let the Lord be our banner today? And so there's going to be two things uh, that we can write down. But before that, will you pray with me? So God, we come to you this morning and we acknowledge that you're our banner. When we think of, of earthly banners and these pennants and these flags and these signs, um, we want that to, to represent you this morning. So God, we just ask that you um, use this scripture from Exodus, the scripture that you gave us to teach us this morning. Let my words be your words. And God, we invite the Holy Spirit in to this moment. We love you, and it's your name we pray. Amen. So again, two things you can write down. The first is this. We can make God our banner by giving credit where credit is due. Giving credit where credit is due. And that credit is due to God. That's where our credit needs to go. We can see in verse 11 that it says, as long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. Hands up, winning. Hands down, losing. Winning, losing. If we look at the script, there's no other, there's no different strategy. Joshua isn't using a different strategy like, okay, well, I'm going to come around this way and we're going to attack from this way or that. Or there's no miraculous new weapon that Joshua is using. It is literally Moses' hands are up and they're winning, hands down, they're losing. That is all God. All God. It's 100% God. And so in that moment, giving credit to where credit is due, giving credit to God because it's all God there, that makes God our banner. That makes God our banner. And I think there's a significance of the posture, hands up, winning, hands down, losing. There's significance there. It even says later on, right, that his arms got so tired. How many people, when we, if you worship, your hands are up, I'll do this, and my arms and my shoulders, they even get tired in the 30 seconds or whatever I'm holding. I'm like, he was up there all day that they had to set him down on a stone and hold his arms up for him. So there's some very, there's significance in that posture of, of giving it to God. It happened um, in Scripture before that as well, um, many of you are familiar with the Red Sea when the Israelites crossed the Red Sea, the parting of the Red Sea. God said, okay, Moses, go up in, in, in the scripture. I'll just read the scripture. It's um, Exodus 14, 16. God said to Moses, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. Same posture, lift my staff, lift my hand up over the water. What happens? The water, it splits and they can go across. It's the same posture. It's the same posture. And that's important for us. I think we can, we can replicate that same posture during worship. If you come in and you, right, and you, you see people like raising their hands, it's, it's, it's that same posture. It's important. 
It's giving that glory to God, giving credit where credit is due, making God our banner. So what else does that mean when we give that credit to God? For me, and maybe for you too, it's, it can be a pride thing. It's checking our pride at the door. Instead of, instead of me taking the glory for that or taking the credit for that, I, I give the credit to God. So an example in my life is I started thinking about, well, what are these things in my life that I'm proud of, things that I am proud of? And they might sound silly, um, but one of the things that I'm proud of is I have never in my life smoked a cigarette. And it's just something I'm proud of. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to, this is just a point I'm trying to make. I'm not, this isn't like an anti-smoking message or whatever, like it's not a sin. And, but for me, it's one thing in my life that I just happen to be proud of. And so I started thinking about that. Well, yeah, I'm proud part of that. But also for me, the, the smell of cigarette smoke, like almost makes me sick to my stomach. Like, I don't know. It just, it just like, like it does. It, it really physically makes me ill. And so as I think about like, well, I'm proud of this, but that's not me at all. Like I don't make myself sick. It's just something I am. That is all God. And I know it sounds silly to say it, but it's something I'm proud of. Like, I'm giving that glory to God. It's not me at all. Another thing that, that I'm proud of in my life is my kids. And I'm not saying, like, we, we should check our pride at the door, but you can be proud, too. Like, I'm proud of my, of my kids. And one of the things that I'm proud of them is they have some skill and some talent in music. And they're in the, in the band. My son's an eighth grader. My daughter's a sixth grader. And so yesterday they were in the band and they were playing together at the same time. It was the first time I think they've played together um, at the same time. And I was like that proud dad up there, like my kids and they're having success and they're doing this. Their success in music has nothing to do with me. If, you have, if you've ever heard me sing, you would know that for sure. Like I cannot like... I can't hold a tune, I can't sing, I can't play an instrument. There's even things that when we talk about music, that I don't, I'm like, I don't even know what we're talking about. I was telling this the other day, we were on a um, retreat, scoping out the men's retreat for the fall. And they were sitting around the campfire and they're talking about music. And John, he's sitting over here, John was talking about, yeah, I'm gonna do this in these chord progressions. And, and when he said chord progressions, like I just tuned out. I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Like. <laughs> So for my kids to have that, that success in music, even though I'm proud of that, like, that's all God. I need to give, I need to give credit where credit is due. That is all God. It has nothing to do with me. In 2 Corinthians, it's not going to come up, but 2 Corinthians chapter 10 says, let those who boast, boast in the Lord. And to me, that's giving, when I boast in the Lord, that's giving credit where credit is due. And when we do that, when we give credit to God, instead of taking credit for ourselves, when we give that credit to God, that's making God our banner. It's making God our banner. And so that's point one. We can make God our banner by giving credit where credit is due. And again, that's an internal thing. That really is a heart thing. I need to give credit to God instead of taking it myself. This next one is, can be an, an outwardly, 
um, credit, an outwardly sign as well. And that's the second point. We can make God our banner by flying our flag. Flying our flag. Flying our flag is a, it's that symbol, that symbol of, of what we want to do. And in um, verses 14 and 15 of our main scripture, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. So we could do that. We could write it down something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek under the, um, from under heaven. And then here it says, Moses built an altar and called it, the Lord is my banner. So it's an altar. It's a physical thing that they can see that. Here's an altar and it means Lord is my banner. Here's an altar and that means I'm going to give my credit to God. That's a physical sign of being a banner. It's not a pennant, but it's a banner. An altar is a banner. And so when we follow that scripture, we need to do some of those things in our life that are physical signs of giving God the credit. We need to celebrate the things that God does in our lives. And I like that word celebrate. I was thinking about that and how we, how we celebrate these things and how we can, how does that tra- translate to banner? And so I was thinking of, because the way my brain works, I think about sports all the time, but I was thinking about sports champions. And so when, you, when, when there's a championship and they win right at the end of the championship, what do they get? They get a trophy of some kind, right? And so there's usually an awards presenter and they hand it over to the coach or to a player, right? And what's the first thing the player does with that trophy? They hold it up. I was going back and I was thinking about that I don't remember a time when that's not the first thing they did. Here's an example of this is LSU and they won, right? That's the quarterback and he gets the trophy and he holds it up. Again, every Super Bowl that I can remember, any championship I can remember, that's the first thing that they do. I can't remember one where the guy just took it and was like, okay, thanks. Like they hold it up. And so we can do that as well to celebrate that. We can celebrate God by holding up that banner. Speaking of physical banners, right? They win a championship, they get the trophy, they hold that up. But then later on, they usually have a ceremony and they, and they hang these banners from the rafters. And so here's Chicago Bulls, their six championship banners. And I was trying to select which banners do I want to put up? Do I want to put up my Patriots banners? Or those? So I decided with the Bulls banner up there, you know, back from the Jordan days. But those are banners that are there that that represent the victory. They represent that championship, but they're there for people to see. If you go to a Bulls game, you'll look up in the rafters and you'll see their championships. It's a banner celebrating their victories. And so we can do that with God as well. We can celebrate our victories with God by doing different things. So in the Bible, right, our scripture, it says we built an altar. We called it the Lord is our banner. It happened before as well, actually with Joshua, the same Joshua that, was, that won the battle um, in the book of Joshua in chapter four. Um, so what's happening here is there's, God gives the Israelites, he said, you're gonna go to the promised land. 
And it took them 40 years to get there, but they finally crossed into the promised land. And to do that, God had to not split the Red Sea, but he had to stop the flow of the Jordan River. Similar to splitting of the Red Sea, but he said, so they, they stopped the flow of this river that was a fast-flowing river, stop it. They can cross over into the promised land. Well, during that time, then God said, okay, Joshua, have 12 men go out and pick rocks up out of the, he called them stones, but rocks, pick them out of the Jordan River, set them on the shore, and then what can happen is when, when and I think that's where the scripture takes up, but well, I'll share it in here in a second, but it's basically like, take these rocks, and those rocks are going to represent this Lord's victory. So in Joshua chapter 4, 6, and 7, it says, in the future then, so these rocks are on the shore, in the future, when your children ask, what do the stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So he's saying, remember this. When, when your children see, like, what is that rock for? Tell them what God did. He, that, that's a victory that we need to celebrate. So it's something we can physically do to celebrate that. Um, there's a picture that will come up. It's not a great photo, but I try to represent the story. This is um, in front of our house. And you can see there's a, there's a rock there. there. When we bought the house, there were some bigger boulders on our property and we didn't know what to do with them. And then this scripture came to represent that. So in front, where there's, there's four rocks. One is um, for me, one's for my wife and then my two kids. And it's, it's a rock that is literally that scripture. When I remember, think of that, remember all the good that God has done. And so that's one way that I, I use that to represent and to give God the credit and, and fly my flag. And I don't go out there every morning and like look at it and pray. But like when I pass through it, if I'm mowing the lawn, I'll see it. And then I'll just kind of, it reminds me of, oh, what's something that I need to give God credit for this week? Um, and so that's what those, those rocks represent. Pastor Clint did a message on this on a year ago, or so and I, he gave out rocks. I have one sitting on my desk that means the same thing as well. It's giving God that credit, flying His flag. And so there's different things that we can do, right? That that fly our flag, and sometimes they get they get nitpicked or whatever. Um, but we can we can fly our flag, right? We can hang scriptures in our house, right? The basement is mine, right? That's my man cave and it's all my Purdue and stuff. But if you go upstairs, we have several scriptures that we will have like on signs on the wall. That's one way that when people come over, they should know that, that God is present or even in charge of our house based on the scriptures on the wall. I used to kind of make fun of these, but now they have different meaning to me, but like the little like fish, not bumper sticker, but the tag on the back of a car, like that's the way, like that represents God, right? It's flying that flag. When, when people see that, they know what it represents. It represents God through Jesus. That's a good way to do it. I, I don't have one on my car. Pastor Clint has one on his car. We should also do this stuff humbly. I have seen some of the, the fish and they, they're like eating the like Darwin or whatever. And so that's not quite, and like, don't do that. But just, but that represents, if you put a, a fish sticker or whatever in your car, like go for it. That represents Jesus. 
Uh, we, can, we can sometimes wear t-shirts. I see several people around here now that have the White House just wearing a t-shirt that says Lighthouse Vineyard Church or any church. You know, it's, it's that representation. It's a physical thing that we can do that says, I'm, I'm, I'm for Jesus. And so we can do some of those things that fly God's banner that they fly that banner. And so I was thinking, I'm going to go back to the, the penance here. But I was thinking about what these, what these banners can do, right? And so I'll bring up my White Sox banner. And this White Sox banner, I like it. I like this banner. And I'll hang it. And, and it, what it does is it... it is who I identify with. I identify with the White Sox. When I hang this up, you'll see how Matt identifies with the White Sox. And again, I like this banner. It's a good banner, but it's okay. You know a banner I like even more than that? It's this banner. It's my Purdue banner. I like my Purdue banner more than my White Sox banner, and here's why. The White Sox banner represents who I identify with, but the Purdue banner is my identity part of my identity. Why is it? Because I lived this. I went to Purdue for five years. Don't shame me because it was five. Um, victory lap. Victory lap. Um, but no, seriously, I, I, I lived this. Literally lived Purdue. And so this banner, this pennant, it means a lot to me. And I even have this other banner. I haven't shared this one yet. This is literally one of my prized possessions. It says Kerry Quad. This is the dorm that I lived at at Purdue. And so when I talk about literally, like, I lived Purdue, but I literally lived Kerry Quad. And so this banner, man, one of my one of my prized possessions because I lived it. And so the same thing is true with God. We can have God as our banner and it can be who we identify with. But God as our banner is going to mean more when God becomes our identity. That banner will mean so much and you're going to want to, I want to fly this banner. I want to fly my God banner because it's my identity. Back even 15 years ago when God wasn't real, I mean, I knew who God was, but he wasn't my identity. It wasn't as a big of a deal, but I want to now. Make God your identity. I tried to say it this way. I don't know if they, like, we could say the Lord is my banner, but it really should be the Lord is my banner. It's who I am. Make God your banner. Make him your banner. You can write this down. Don't just fly your flag. Make it who you are. Make it who you are. And so Krista's going to come up. We're going to move into a song. And since I was in this Purdue mode... One of the, another way of another banner that we can fly is song. And so when I think of Purdue, I think of the school song. I won't sing it for you. I kind of want to. 
Oh, let us all go. Oh, that's the Jimtown song. I played the wrong one. But no, there's, when I hear the Purdue fight song, it gives me goosebumps, especially when I go back to campus, when again, like, it's like, oh, that's my song. I'm singing to, to Purdue. The same thing can happen when we sing songs to Jesus. We're going to move into this song, and it's called Champion. That's the name of the song. So we get to move into this time where we get to sing to our champion. It can be a banner that we can sing to Jesus. So why don't you stand? I'm going to pray. We'll move into this song where we can sing to our champion. And then we'll sing, and then Lyndon will come up and close us in prayer. But God, we thank you. Thank you for, for being our banner. And God, when we talk about all these ways that we, can, that we can show that you're our banner, song is one. And so when we move into this song, we hope, God, that you are honored, that we are singing to you as our champion. You are our school song. You are our life song. And so we lift these words to you this morning.
did a little bit differently on the first service. I feel like God's taking this a slight different direction this second service for ministry time. So Matt talked about when he, this one especially right here, carry quad. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything to me, no offense Matt, but it's because I don't identify with it. But Matt does. And so second point there was we can make God our banner by flying our flag. I think I feel that maybe some of us in the room have been failing to fly our flags for God. Been failing to hold our banners that say Jesus on them. Jehovah Nissi, right? And I don't know what that reason is, what those reasons are. A few are coming to me. Um, someone from the prayer team had this word in it. I think it's hitting. So someone might be here today not flying your banner because, because you don't really understand how much God loves you and how much you can trust God. And that's going to come, part of that, all of that, is your identity in Christ. God is our identity. When we know that and we trust that, we have every reason to fly our banner for God. So it's important to fly our flag and not be ashamed of that, not let our pride get in the way of it. So what's getting in the way of you this morning in your lives of flying your banners for Jesus and giving God the credit? Point number one, I mean, they kind of tie together, giving credit where credit is due. Oh, it's so good. Our blessings in our life are because of God, not because of us. We're here because of God. He puts breath in our lungs. That's the only re He's the only reason we're here. So this morning, for ministry time, if, this afternoon, for ministry time, um, you know if it's you right now. And, and I'm going to ask just in a, in a couple of seconds here, a minute to, if, if God is speaking to you about you need to hold your banner for me high and show the world that you, that you can identify with me. I'm just going to ask you to pull a Moses and, pull, and put your hands up high in the air, both hands up high. Go ahead and do that. Thank you. I see that. I see those hands. That's great. And this is for me too. Both points are for me. Giving God the credit. Not taking it on my own. Someone compliments me on, oh yeah, yeah, that was me. No, it was because of God. And I don't want to be ashamed to not hold my banner for God high. Anyone else? We'll pray here before our arms get too tired. So, all right, just hold your hands up high. We're going to pray. God, we are holding our banners high for you right now. And we ask for you to come and anoint these banners. Help us to identify ourselves, our lives with you, God. 
Help us to know that our identity is in you, God. Not in our own strength. We're nothing without you, God. We want that to be our identity. Jehovah Nissi. You are our banner, Lord. And we declare that. Forgive us when we take the credit for your works through us, God. We give you the honor and the glory. Help us to know that you love us. And we can have faith in that. And we can trust you. Thank you, God. You can put your hands down. And so, Lord, this morning as we are going from here, I pray that um, we would be holding our banners high for you. We wouldn't hide you anymore. We would pridefully boast in you. Matt shared that verse in 2 Corinthians 10, let those who let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. So we're boasting in you, God, because that is worth it. Thank you, Lord. In your, in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for being here today. If anyone has anything you'd like prayer for, we have a prayer team. You'd like to come up front, get prayer for anything. Otherwise, we have we ask that you would uh, we ask. <laughs> we hope you have a great week. And uh, if you could take your conversations out as people are praying up here, it'd be awesome. Otherwise, thank you. Well, that's it for today's message. We hope we helped you know God more intimately. If you feel our ministry is helping you spiritually, feel free to find out more about us at lighthouseofvineyard.church. Thank you for being part of our family, and we will see you next time.